and welcome to another episode of No Home Training Podcast, episode two. I am Mix. We are going live from Periscope also. I'd like to introduce my co-host. Introduce yourself. You know, I posted you as Little Shelly on the podcast, right? You have to speak up just a little bit more. Okay. (laughs) So what's been going on with you? Nothing much. Um, Been pretty quiet. I started my Christmas shopping finally. I've been so busy. I haven't bought a single gift yet. I don't even know what everybody wants. Well, I got that text message at 7 o'clock this morning. I was like, okay, I'm, this is the last time I'm asking you. You don't tell me. You're getting nothing. I've been asking my kids what they want. And they, oh, no, oh, no. I'm like, all right, yeah, I must run away too long. Ain't going to be no Christmas. It might still not be no Christmas shit, so... It's on them. If they want Christmas presents, they got to speak up. Buy them gift cards. Those turn into any present they want. That might be a good idea. I might just give them some $100 gift cards and just call it a day. That's y'all gifts. Go get what you want. Yep. I'm I'm not feeling Christmas this year. Y'all haven't been feeling Christmas for a, Christmas for a while, so really not feeling it this year. The older you get, the more it takes away from it, you know. I'm just not feeling it. Especially with, you know, the baby situation and everything. I'm just not feeling Christmas this year. Hey, you're preoccupied, but my family is kind of scattered. You know, my kids are all adults. They've got their own family. They're other places. My dad has never really been a holiday person. So it's me and the cat. That sounds like fun. Shit. Stick a bow on his head. Say, hey. <laughs> All right. Enough with the depressing. So, I watched this new show on Netflix, Hip Hop Evolution. Have you seen it? I've heard of it. I have not watched it. It is great. I've only made it to like the first two episodes. I fell asleep in the third show, but it tells us some real, some real stories with the, for the real people who was actually there. You know, like uh, Africa Bambada, Cool Herc, you know, the guys who really started the hip hop. It's, it's a very good documentary. I suggest everyone check that out. Uh, you know, I've been trying to, my cousin asked me what's the things to watch on Netflix. I've been, you know, trying to think of what the good things to watch. You know, everybody knows the Luke Cage and things, shit like that. Have you ever, have you finished Luke Cage yet? Or started? Why haven't, you, why haven't you started Luke Cage? Because I'm trying to catch up on Gotham. I've missed several episodes of Scorpion. The Librarian started. So I kind of had other shows. The Librarian is, uh, it's okay. It's not, um, we watched it a few of those. 
My son loves it. It's not really grabbing me like you know some of the other shows on there. I'm on season. Yeah, I'm only on season one, so don't don't spoil anything for me. I'm watching that on I'm watching that on Hulu, trying to get caught up there. Did I lose you? No, I'm still here. You dozing off in your own world? You got to. <laughs> The Flash is good. Flash is a good show. Yeah. Now the reason I don't I don't still don't understand why they didn't use him for the movies. That doesn't make sense to me, but it, you know. He should be in Justice League. The guy from the T V show. I don't know why they've got a whole new actor to play him, but hey. I don't make those decisions. Same with Arrow. Arrow? Yeah. Is it the flashbacks? The constant flashbacks to him being on the island? I have no idea. I just, it didn't grab me when it started. Supergirl is another one I don't like. Supergirl's good. I, I, I like Supergirl. She doesn't have enough of a, like, transition between who she is and Supergirl to me. And it's just like, And too much of a love story back in shit, you know. And what? I did not appreciate the crossover they did last week. That made me very angry. Well, well, I wanted to see that. I've seen a preview for how it sucked. No, I missed the beginning of it because I don't watch Supergirl because it started on hers. Right. Came over to the Flash. I saw that. I forced myself to watch Arrow and. It fell apart at that point, so then as I missed the last part, which conflicted with the Big Bang Theory, and so oh, if Lord. I have to choose, I would choose anything over that garbage heap of a show. But that's my personal opinion. Yes, moving right along. <laughs> We're just not even going to discuss that. It's not that funny to me. I'm sorry. I get the jokes and I understand the comic book references and the, but it's just not that good of a show to me. I'm sorry. People love it. People love that damn show. And I've tried to watch it and I'm like, I just yeah, whatever. Well, we're faithful to it now because of the beginning. But the very beginning was fun, kind of funny. It was when she when Penny's character went from being stupid to being serious that it started going downhill. So it's already jumped a shark is what you're telling me? It's what? It's already jumped a shark. Uh, so it's done. So yeah, catching so, the syndication. I have it on Blu-ray. So <laughs> you know, another show that people been talking about was good, and I watched it. The Get Down on Netflix. Have you heard about that? Mm-hmm. The Get Down is about the birth of hip hop. It's pretty much the same thing, but it's more like a story of these kids who want to be 
DJ, no, a guy wants to be a DJ, and one guy turns out to be the rapper and everything. If you watch it, I don't know. I went into it wanting it to be so good that I kind of covered for it. It's kind of shitty. It's kind of bullshit, you know. You know, it's sort of like the parts of it, the guys flipping around like a ninja, climbing through the subway, climbing, jumping over buildings and shit. And it's like, eh. It's like, it's one of those shows you want to be good so bad that you, you know, you let the shit slide, then you get done with it. It's like, you know what, that was pretty, that was a shitty show. You know, and I'm, you know, and if anybody else be honest about it, the Get Down was not that good of a show. You know, here you got these poor kids in New York who, you know, they get their little DJ equipment, but also on, on the, at the challenge on the last episode, all of a sudden they got matching jackets and shit. Who that, that, it, it, yeah. I don't know, maybe season two did, you know, make it more somewhat realistic, but yeah, this show wasn't that good. Yeah, don't, I mean, I went into it with high expectations, a hip-hop story, you know, like superhero or origin story for hip-hop, you know, and so I kind of let the bullshit slide that was going on in the show, the inconsistencies, the, they using like, rep, like, phrases from today in the damn 70s. Like one time, one one episode, like her, uh, the the one of the girls on the show, dad and uncle was getting into it, and her friend gonna say, "Shit just got real." What? what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like they wouldn't, they don't, they didn't talk like that in the fucking seventies. No. And like a lot of shit they were doing just wasn't seventies at all. They were dressed like the seventies, but acting like fucking two thousands. So. I don't know. I guess I, I the re, all the views have been great, great for, but you know. Well, maybe that's the audience they were going for. They're trying to connect with the people that are interested in hip hop today, but show the history of where hip hop came from, and that's the only way they're going to get it. You couldn't get somebody from today interested in something from the '70s. I dare you to get somebody, take a millennial, and try to get them to watch Good Time. <laughs> Yeah, but you wasn't in the savvy saying shit just got real though. That's what that's what kind of it takes you out of it. Yeah, because you know what was actually being said then. They don't. But yeah, I'm that's that's the only way that they can make it you know It's not authentic then. Well, yeah, but I mean, they, but you don't have, they didn't have DJs training like ninjas. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's pretty much what they, I mean, that's what the fuck they had him doing. He was a DJ, but he had him like training like he was a fucking ninja. He's running around doing flips over garbage cans and shit like that. I'm like, you know, and I just let it slide. Like, okay, let it, you know, this is good. This is good. This is good. You know, and then you, after where you watch it, like, that just sucked. Let's call it what it is. The Get Down was not a good show. I'm, you know, I wouldn't suggest it. 
I'll suggest it if you know real hip hop. Watch Hip Hop Evolution, then go watch then go watch the Get Down, and just take it as some fucking fluff shit. I yeah, cause I grew up when hip hop was starting and became what it was, and that's what we talk about hip hop evolution. It goes through that when Sugar Hill Gang came out, and people the real hip hop was like, you know, that's bullshit. You know, the one guy stole the whole guy and somebody else's rhyme. They didn't even write their own shit. They were just put out there just to make a hip hop song to make money off of, and then they show like. The hip hop craze that was going on in America, if you know, you know, remember in the early '80s, where even like Ronnie Dangerfield had a whole hip hop album. Remember that shit? Who? Ronnie Dangerfield, the comedian, old white guy. Yeah. You remember? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, vaguely remember. He had a fucking rap song, and they were talking about like the hip, you know, McDonald's commercials, all hip hop, and then rapping Duke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The ha ha ha, the ha 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 ha. You know there's just, I mean, there's just something about how you know rap became this fucking gimmick that was used in you know, it wasn't taken seriously, but it was just a fucking gimmick. And then it all turned around, turned around, and that motherfucker Run DMC came out. <laughs> Anybody younger than her, no. Well, that's why you have. They don't get it, they, 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 and they don't want to hear about it either. That's why they. That's why they need to watch it and see that they they should watch. If you're talking about being a rapper in 2016, you should watch that to see where where it came from. And that's why everybody was getting on that damn uh, little Yachty because he's talking about he didn't know who he didn't listen to no Biggie or Tupac. How the fuck you gonna be a rapper and don't know Biggie or Tupac? Okay. Uh, well, you that's kind of stupid, but I mean, but, you don't. You can't go in any profession without knowing the people who did it before you. You know. But that's not. You got people that become famous on YouTube just because they made a stupid video, and then everybody wants to see it every week. You do the same stupid video, and you got people that will sponsor that. These people don't necessarily start out with training. Hopefully, they get some, but you know, have you that's not the way their minds work. Have you heard a little Yachty song? I have. I only know the name because of something that showed up on my Facebook feed, and I laughed hysterically. But no, I, I have no. Yes. I'm not a big rap fan. I don't rap, but I'm not. I'm I'm not a rap fan anymore at all over the bullshit. The guy has a song that says stay out the streets because it's hot because it's cold like Minnesota. That's the <laughs> and then he sits there and goes cold like Minnesota, cold like Minnesota. That's the whole song. That's fucking ridiculous. But I mean, and the, and you and you try not to you try to be like that. You don't be like the old guy like. In my day, we had real rap music. You know, that's gonna you find yourself sounding like that. But come on, I, I mean, you hear it is. Uh, 
I'm guess I'm that old guy now. I'm the old guy with the gray hair, with the gray beard, talking about that ain't no music. In my day, we had real music. I turned into him. Well, that's better than being the old guy with the gray hair listening to this like it's actual music. You have a point, yeah. If you over, if you my age, if you thirty five and older, and you listen to the current hip hop that's out now, and bumping it like it's something good, it's something wrong with you. You need to mature. You need to grow up or something. Well, I can imagine there's a couple reasons why. You like young girls? I mean, what the fuck? Fuck that. No. That's never been my style at all. I was talking to a coworker about that. She's like, I don't really like young guys. I was like, what are you supposed to do? Run around with Nikes behind your car talking about, come here, I got an Xbox? I don't, I don't get... But see, it's not the same dynamic when it's male to female. Because you shine and you know, put sparkly things in front of them and they'll follow them. <laughs> And that's just how that works. It doesn't work in the reverse. I guess. I, I don't know. I've never been one to go after younger women. Can't relate. I can't do it. I've always liked older women. Hopefully some good sex, I guess. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. And all I see in my head is Pyagra and Cialis commercials. Hey, that's some billion dollar <laughs> industry right now. Billion dollar industry. That's the world. That's the That was my but, biggest fear, was being the old guy in the club. You know, the one that Chris Rock talked about. He's not old, but he's too old to be up in here. You know what I'm saying? And I used to, when I used to go out in Madison, I would see the old guy in the club. Well, there's a few in Madison, though. There's a few old guys in the club trying to be young. And it's like, uh, I'm go. I'm just going to go home now. Because... <laughs> I guess, Yes, I have. Where you talking about Willie Earl? Willie Earl dot com. I was like, oh my god. Yes, that's another one. Netflix, check out the Sage Entertainment live from the Ville. Great, great stand up. Oh god, that had me just dying because I actually know some of those guys, and I'm like, really go home. Netflix is taking over. 
Netflix is the shit. Oh, that my price stayed the same. Oh, I had that seven buck price. Oh, I got it when they first started. I had yeah, that seven. I had that seven buck price. Hey, I had that shit. I think when they first started to stream in Netflix, I had seen it because I had. I used to just get the videos. And they sent the email talking about we now gonna have streaming ability, and I was like, so we could stream a movie as many as we want for for one price, and I'm like, I'm like this gotta be a catch, it gotta be a catch. I fucking emailed them and was talking back and forth like, what's the catch? Is there a limit of a certain amount of movies I could watch per month? They're like, nope, as many as you want. I said, well, shit, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> Blockbuster was open, but it was on its way out, and I got tired. Blockbusters are fucking ripoff. They were, I I refused to go to Blockbuster anymore, and I got the Netflix. The, I had one disc coming <laughs> at a time, and I watched the entire series of The Wire, one disc at a time. I watched all the, <laughs> I watched, you know, The Wire had like four discs per season, <laughs> so I would get it. I would get a disc, watch all the episodes, send it in, wait for the next one, <laughs> get that in the mail, watch all that, and I went to the entire series of The Wire. That is dedication. Well, you had to do what you had to do. I didn't sign up for Netflix until they started streaming. And I, well, they were still doing the, the, the DVDs or whatever in the, the mail. Because I think I started at six ninety nine and it was four ninety nine for the other one, but I only I've only ever had the streaming. But the catch was always their selection. Yeah. But I like older horror movies. Oh yeah, you so they had I all was that. Never out of choices. No, no. Matter of fact, I had the deal where I would get the streaming and still get the one DVD in the mail. For like eight bucks. That's how old I had it. That's how long I've had it. I had that same deal for the longest. Where I can do the streaming. I still get the one DVD in the mail. At a time. That's how long I've had this shit. They had were raping people. Oh my god! They were raping people. I can't remember which comedian said it, but Blockbuster called me on many occasions and said, "Oh, you just own that now." <laughs> I'm like, okay. I still, as a matter of fact, I still have some of them over there. Oh yeah, you go to certain people's house, you always see those Blockbuster boxes and shit. Like, what the fuck you got from Blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> 
Really? Because I gave mine away on Craigslist. I, I either gave mine away, threw mine away, lost them. I just didn't care about them because, you know, I was like, whatever. But I I may still have the Lion King somewhere. Are they worth anything now? Are they worth keeping? From what I saw on eBay, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Worth a little bit of money. I had tons of those. I just gave them all away in like one big box. When as soon as I upgraded to more DVDs and Blu-rays, I got rid of all that shit. I had a box full of like Disney VHSs, some pornos, and some shit, some old school VHS 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 tapes. I just gave all them shits away. Well, I I don't know about the pornos, but I know that the Disney ones people want. People are trying to get them and collect them now, and I had them all. I mean. As soon as they came out on VHS, I had them all. My kids, from when they were two and up, they had everything. Everybody has no home training podcast. This is Mix. Uh, I forgot. Lost my, completely lost my train of thought right there. Oh, follow us on, follow me on Periscope. 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 Just Mix, J-U-S-T underscore M-I-X-X. Follow me on Snapchat, M-I-X-X-779. Speaking of, I've been getting spammed on fucking Snapchat. Who does that shit? What do you mean? I don't, I don't use Snapchat, so. Well, I've been, so I get some like weird name, add me, and they'll send me a Snapchat, like say, Let, let's fuck, click this link. <laughs> Who I the get that on kick. Who falls for that shit, though? Who falls for that in 2016, though? I guess whoever can be distracted by tits and ass, I'm sorry. That's all they really show. And I'm like, I'm not a guy. No, I don't even, no, the ones I get don't even have that. It just be like a blank picture and just says, you want to fuck? Click this link. <laughs> like, who, who would be dumb? Who would be that thirsty, lonely, and be like, oh, okay, I want to fuck. Is your is your life that bad? Uh, people out there that bad to still fall for these damn spams? Yes. Ah, oh, that's bad. Actually, no, I know. Yeah, some, that's bad. I know somebody who actually fell for the old, you know, African guy who sweet talk you and says he wants to come see you and marry you and he loves you. You're such a nice person. So I want you to just, I want to come see you, but can you? Take these traveler's checks, cash them, and send me the money back. <laughs> yeah, I, I've read about a couple people who have fallen for that. This one woman, she said, like, over the course of the relationship, which was like three or four years, she sent him over $80,000. I was like, I won't send you 80 cents if I don't know you. I know somebody who, I know, <laughs> I know a lady who spent a ton of money, you know. He was supposed to come see her, but of course he got in trouble, and he needed some money to get out of trouble, so she sent him some money. Then he's got to, then he then he told you he bought the plane ticket, but then he has money with his uh, 
his passport and needs some money for his passport. <laughs> That's exactly the same story this moment, though. Oh, my God. Um, they get on there and they sweet talk them and know what to say and some people just they write it how you sweet talking you know I don't know I've never been a sweet talker I'm sorry it's, I like to be sweet talked too but if you want to sweet talk me it's not going to be oh I think you're the most beautiful woman in the world you want to talk me up start talking you know computer parts <laughs> you might get me <laughs> you might get me I don't know Some people just, I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know. It wouldn't be an ego because we obviously don't have much, you know what I'm saying, self-esteem to no, fall for the shit. That's what, that's what it is. It is the ego stroke because you have a low self-esteem. You're like, oh, somebody's paying attention to me. They really like me. They, you know, they want to get to know me. Nobody cares that you have eight cats and that you eat, you know, tuna every Friday. Nobody really cares about that. But they get suckered in because somebody's paying attention to that. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, what's your battle tag? <laughs> Can you beat me in Halo? <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't hard to do for me, but but that's that that would be, you know, you, a lot of women are suckered in because they want romance and. These guys can pull off, you know, they might send you flowers or they might send you, you know, they may send you a piece of jewelry or something. But they're getting that money from some other woman to send that to you. And that's what they don't realize. I'm like, it's like a romantic pyramid. Yeah, and they, they are fucking cashing in. 80000 If he is getting one woman for over 80000 over a couple of years... He probably had like three or four of them, you know what I'm saying, they had the same shit going on. Yep, according to what I've read online, and I cannot verify any of it, it's a multi-trillion dollar industry. That's how much money is changing hands. I'm in the wrong business. No, you're in the right business because profiting off of someone's insecurities I mean, I, I'm not so sure I got a ticket for the escalator to heaven, but I don't want to purchase a one-way ticket to hell. Is so, it, I, mean, I mean, is it truly though a one-way ticket to hell, though? I mean, honestly. Yes, because you're being deceptive from the beginning. That nothing you say is true. They use fake names, fake personalities. Sometimes the profiles they even use are stolen from other people. Nothing about them is real. You know, but you're taking advantage of somebody who's vulnerable. I guess. I mean, that's, that's just rude. 
But if you're willing to, I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> if you're willing to fall for that shit, though. If a guy buys you a drink in a bar, you're not obligated to go home with him. But if a guy walks up and buys you a Mercedes, uh, he might want a little something in return. Here's the thing. So, uh, if if some guy walked you in a bar and was like, oh, you're beautiful. You're the most beautiful woman in the bar. I think you're very interesting. I got these traveler's checks. Why don't you cash these out and, you know, bring them back to me? You don't think something's suspicious, right? Why, why, why would you fall for that shit online but not in person? That's what I don't understand. Because it, if in a bar, it would be a very short-term interaction. It would be, he would have a matter of, let's see, bar opens at 8, closes at 2, that's what, 6 hours? He's got 6 hours to convince you to cash these traveler's checks or whatever. Online, he's got all the time in the world. Like I said, she gave him $80,000 over 4 years. Jesus, that's just, that's just, ugh. But they also have to feel out. Are you a person that has access to those types of lump sum cash? You would not get that impression from me because I'd be like, ooh, I got $60 to spend on groceries this week. <laughs> they would move. I, my profile would get pushed. What is it? Swipe to the right or whatever. Swipe to the left. <laughs> I don't know. But my profile would get pushed along because from my outward appearances, it seems like I don't have access to money. I don't have access to a lot of money, but uh, I got my own money, but I'm not giving it to you. But I couldn't give you $80,000. But, you know, she's she was a widow. She was lonely. She didn't, you know, didn't go out much, didn't know how to meet people, so she figured she'd try online. That's not your, that's not your format. You need to go, I don't know, to a senior citizen center or something. Stay offline because she didn't know how to look for predators. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And them predators I mean, are ready. But, if, you know, oh, yes, we're going to meet and we're going to have this wonderful dinner. And then two hours before the dinner is supposed to happen, oh, I'm sorry, my flight got delayed. <laughs> 20 minutes after I've met you, once I think I have your actual name, I know everything about you. I know where you live, I know where you work, I know if you got a criminal record, I know what your credit score is. <laughs> I have checked you out. And if none of that checks out or any of it gives me any red flags, I'm never talking to you again. And I don't have to worry about you bothering me because the email like address I gave I deleted twenty minutes after I found out you weren't who you said you were. He <laughs> delete the whole email <laughs> <laughs> And what happened, at what point did she, I'm pretty sure that somebody else intervened in the relationship. I was like, you need to stop. Because I'm pretty no. sure she would have probably kept going and giving him more money. I'm the last straw for her was when he got, I think the last amount she gave him was something like $15,000. 
to save his winery. Oh my god. I'm like, why would you invest in a winery in the first place? That's a risky business, even if it's on the up and up. But he said he had to fly somewhere out in California or to Italy or something like that, to, and he needed this money to uh, pay off a note on his winery. And she gave it to him, and then he stopped talking to her. And she couldn't get in touch with him. And when she tried to look him up online, she couldn't find any information about him. Turns out the person, the name he used wasn't was non-existent. The person profile he used was non-existent. Nothing. I was like, dude, I can identify you from a profile picture. That ain't even your picture. I know that ain't your picture. You got that off this website. <laughs> Shit, she probably, he probably had a guilty conscience. Like, oh damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't got $80,000. I am i can not do this anymore. <laughs> he found a bigger fish. That's all that was. He found a bigger fish. He found somebody that was... He had hooked somebody else that was going to give him more money than this woman could afford to give him. Fuck, I mean, that's just greedy then. <laughs> that's what con men are. But usually, I mean, don't they usually do keep, like, more than one on the line at the same time? Telling you he had a guilty conscience, like fuck. I didn't got this one for eighty thousand no. fucking dollars. He did not have a guilty conscience. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying because I know I would. Because I, if I got like eighty bucks out of this girl for doing nothing, I'm like oh, shit. God, god damn, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't know. That means you're a decent person. This person has no conscience. multi-trillion dollar industry. There are people getting built out of millions of dollars. Not thousands, millions. If you let somebody online get you for millions, you don't deserve to have that millions. I'm well, sorry. I don't feel don't sorry always, for you. They don't always stay online. Sometimes if they think they got the big fish, they will actually come and meet you. And that's what they Sometimes do. And then they meet you and then they step the game up even more? Oh, fuck. Right. Sometimes they marry these people. Isn't that what happened happen to the lady who wrote uh, How Stella Got Her Groove Back? She met the guy and married him and turned out he was gay. <laughs> All along. No, no, this is the this the real no, this is the real story. The the author who wrote oh, the story. The author story. Yeah. Oh. But That's, you know what? That would bother me. What you married a gay man? That would not bother me. Okay. I'd be like, get your boyfriend in here. We got three incomes in here. Come on. 
Nah. <laughs> it wasn't that type it wasn't that type of story. He was just using her. I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but come to find out he was gay and then I need divorce. She might be paying him alimony. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know the whole story. Well, if he was just using her for the money, that's one thing. But if he was with her but was secretly gay, that wouldn't bother me in the least. And me and you could stay married. He can move in here. Y'all can take the beach house or whatever. I don't care. That's more money for me. If but the money was all coming in the house. That's the thing, though. The money was going out. Nah, that's not how it's going down. Usually, nine times ten, that's not how it goes down. The money's going out. He's spending money on him and him and him. <laughs> yes, yeah, that no, that I couldn't work with that. But that that has been surprising. How <laughs> given how many people have come out that they're either transsexual or they're gay or whatever. A lot of women have been getting some rude awakenings. There's always signs. I mean, they just got to pay attention to the signs. Yeah, but, but they don't know what's wrong. Does he not love me? Why doesn't he touch me? Because he doesn't like girls, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, when, why would that ever be on your radar? He courted you, he married you, you have children together. Why would it ever be in your mind that he's gay or transgender? That would never be in your mind. Oh, shout out to the people watching on Periscope. I'm sorry, I didn't shout y'all out. I gotta say your names when y'all come in. Send me a message, say something. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, I mean... Oh, I forgot what train of thought again. You think I you you think I smoke weed or something? No. I guess too many too many hits to too many hits to the head from football. I guess. I don't know, but relationships nowadays are just crazy. I sit back and listen to people and like I've made I came to the conclusion. I just said that women are crazy. Now it's men who are fucking crazy. There's a lot of undiagnosed mental issues with men nowadays. Like the stuff that women, some women talk about what they, they man do is like, he has mental issues. You should get away from him. He needs help. He needs medication. He needs to be sat down and talked to and needs to talk out his problems or some shit because no more people don't act like that. generational shift and it's happened before and I think it happened in the 60s is that when Woodstock was? uh yeah all the free love and blah 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 I think that was a reset button I think this is also a reset button because I think people who have been hiding in closets meeting under underpasses clubs have just decided I am not hiding anymore. These people have always existed and I think relationships have actually hit the reset button in the right direction. 
You don't have to be married by the time you're 25. You don't have to have three kids by the time you're 30. Your life doesn't have to be like that. You can actually go out, live your life, have different relationships with different people. I think people need to be more responsible. But experience your life. And if you get married at 27 or 30, I think that's fine. Because people are allowed living till 80 or 90. I'm not talking about the decent relationships. I'm talking about these crazy relationships where the guy, the fucking psychopath who throws fucking tantrums over the littlest thing and tears up the house or disappears for days at a time, comes back 4 o'clock in the morning and gets attitude at you, at the woman, for asking where is he at. That's what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean I, I, I agree with you but these guys have always been there really but remember you, you've got a generation cross you've got men that have grown up in households where their mothers single mothers have given them everything told them that they're the king of the house they're the prince they're you know Everybody should wait on them hand and foot, and then they run into people like my daughter, who's like, mm, you're right, uh, and they can't handle it. So, some of them don't necessarily put their hands on the women, they talk about them or talk down to them, or like you said, stay out till four o'clock in the morning, three or four days, or whatever. And the women, they really don't know how to deal with that because they're like, okay, what do I do with this? Because these women were brought up in the same generation, <laughs> but they weren't taught any skills on how to handle that. <sighs> like, no, you're supposed to give me everything. So everybody's saying, I want everything for myself, but yet still they're making children. That's who I feel sorry for, because those kids are going to grow up with mental issues that <laughs> you can't even begin to describe. You know what it is? It's the crack babies who grew up and now having kids themselves, so you got these ultra fucked up kids, the kids of crack babies running around this fucking, running around a fucking town. It's fucking crazy. Now, actually, I think you got kids of kids of crack babies. Oh, yeah, because you know they start out early. They <laughs> start out young. Yeah, because the crack thing went on in the 80s. Yeah. <sighs> and that would put their kids probably in their 20s. And they having multiple, multiple, multiple kids. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in the millennials with those, you know, these self-entitled, you know, because you got a whole, you got a whole generation of women that feel like if I just give him everything that he wants, he'll only be with me. <laughs> no, if you give him everything he wants, he's going to want more and he's going to find somebody else to get it from. Yeah, they give him everything he wants, and he gets it, gets that, and gets that from the next one. Don't give him everything he wants, and because you know people love that. Some women love the title of side chick nowadays. <laughs> wow, but you know that confuses me. Why is that a status symbol to be a side chick? I don't understand that. 
low expectations, low self-esteem. <laughs> People don't know they, women don't know they worth now no, no more. That's all it is. They don't know they worth. They don't realize that. Some of them, yeah. Because that's what a side chick is. It's, it's sad, but it's true. It's sad, but true. And it ain't a heartbeat. Wow. I'm, I mean, he go home to his wife, but he come over here and get what he needs. <laughs> and they thinking they, they thinking they winning. <laughs> wow. They thinking they winning. Like, yeah, I'm getting the best out of this. I'm like, yeah. he just fucking you. How he doing? Exactly. So how are you? Okay, I'm not even gonna try to run my head around. Hey, that's just. I'm I'm not making this shit up. I'm not. I know you're not. I I just don't I just don't understand how you get into a mindset that that's okay to be treated that way. Where does that come from? What what kind of dolls did your mother give you as a child? Here's the Ken doll, here's the Barbie doll, and here's Skipper over here. She's the side chick. That's you. I don't understand. Well, if you never seen your mom in a decent relationship, you seen your mom get played over, and you seen your mom play the side chick role herself, even though they didn't call it that back in the day. She was just, you know. Mm-hmm. And then that's all you see growing up. So you realize, so you probably just think, oh, that's all good, you know. Even though they say I'm never gonna be like my mom, I'm never gonna do like my mom, and do this, end up doing the same shit their mom did. So that's what happens. Somebody's about to enter the house. Huh? Oh, Danny's coming home. Oh. Tell her hello. Okay. Well, I didn't have that experience. Well, of course. My whole life. Keep talking. I'll be right back. All right. I guess at this point, I'm going to carry on the conversation with myself. What's that? Oh, that's so fun. All right, I'm back. What I missed, what you saw. I'm not very interesting. But that one African guy said you were very interesting. He said you're the most interesting person you ever knew in his life, so. Hey, people fall for it. I've always wanted to, like, just open a dummy account with nothing in it. Just open, like, a secondary checking account or a secondary savings account, you know, whatever they were asking for, and just send in that, that information just to see what happens. I, I, this is what I always wonder. People who, who, if somebody sent you couple thousand dollars worth of travelers checks right I wouldn't touch them <laughs> something in your head click like and, and, and even if they tell you you keep 500 send me the rest don't you remember 
back in the hood in the day when people ask you to cash money orders for them. Oh. Not touching that. You ain't get my fingerprints on that so the police can come arrest me later. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's the same scheme, just internationally. I don't know, but if you dumb enough to take and they and they if you dumb enough to take something like that and cash it in your own account and send it out with your own money with your own at your own account. Cause they're not think about it. They don't think that they think travelers checks are usually purchased with currency. The people that are cashing them think that that's how they were purchased. They don't think that somebody snatched a stack of them off of them and had a machine to print them. They don't think that. I think that because I know people who've done that with money orders. I don't know. So if if you give me, excuse me, if you say cash this money order for me and it's blank, I'm not touching it. I'm not putting my fingerprints on it. They are not tracing that back to me. Nope, that serial number. Can you run this serial number and see if it's wanted? I will ask the people I'll write at the place that they want me to cash it at. I mean, and if I see them scamper off into the distance, I know I'm okay because I turned it in. Right. But they don't think like that. They don't think that people have those kind of machines just in their basement. Even if you, even if you think I'm gonna come up, I'm gonna get this five hundred. Wouldn't you just keep the whole thing? Just if you know what I'm saying, like I got this. You know, I mean. But they're not targeting people with criminal minds. They're targeting people that believe <laughs> people. At face value, you know, it, yes, you and I would say, uh-huh, this don't sound like it's a good idea. Because we know that people scam people, but the people that they're targeting, if they see a traveler's check, they think, oh, sure, I'll cash this for you. Because you pay whatever currency on the other end, and you just need, you don't have a bank here. That should be your first sus- suspicion right there. You don't have a bank here. <laughs> Why do you have traveler's checks and you don't have a bank here? <laughs> that would make me suspicious. It should make anybody suspicious. Just common it sense. It should, but trust me, it, they don't grow up as cynical as we do. I don't know. The wild group, you can don't trust nobody. Your own family members will try to fuck you over, so you gotta watch out. And, okay. so, who, who, who named this song, Billy and Mama? <laughs> Why the lights in my brother that Right. That bullshit. <laughs> That's just a different That's not the environment that they grew up in. That's not how that's not the the the, the world that they see. They they believe when they see a traveler's check that it's worth what it's worth. And I'm like, why are you trying to give me five hundred dollars out of a thirty thousand dollars? No, it's worth more than that. <laughs> we can negotiate. Right, exactly. It's like you got something to tell you. Like at some point, your something in your head, you should ask somebody. Like, hey, this guy sent me fifteen dollars worth of travel checks. He's want me to. He's one, you know, five. You know, something in your head, like. This don't sound right. Maybe I should ask somebody. Maybe I should. Maybe I should hold off on sending the money right away. Let me see if this all pulled through. You know, some. I won't take a personal check from one of my children. 
Oh, damn. Without taking it to their bank. Excuse me, no, hello. I need to see that this is going to clear. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm taking to the bank, but okay, somebody just sent me this. Is this real? Can you check it out? I don't want to do nothing with it. I don't want to put it in my account. Just look at it and tell me if it's real. I'll give you a couple of days with it. I'll be back in a week or so to let me know what's going on with it. You know, just... But that's why you and I and people like us don't fall for those scams because the ratio is off. You want me to cash a $30,000 traveler's check and you just going to give me 500 Or even, I mean, even if they said, send just send them back ten. Wait a minute, that's even worse. <laughs> you know, right. there's no Why ratio. Are you give me the bulk of this money? Right, there's no ratio that they can say to make you think it's legit. You take half, I take half. Oh, wait a minute, then what? You know, I will question everything about it. And you should, anybody else should question someone being nice enough to give somebody they never met in their life talk online for you know like you said they probably talk you know for a while a month or two you know but see when it's the, the, the talking part most of the people that fall for the one time email you know I need to get this money out of the country those are usually elderly people who don't really understand what's being asked of them but the ones that they talk to over line I mean, online, they uh, they don't start out at that 30,000 point. They say, oh, uh, I'm like $250 short on, you know, securing this building for my next gallery opening. Could you help me out? $250 is probably nothing to these people. You ask me for $250, I want to know what you need it for, who's it going to, I'm not putting it in your hand. Right. Do I make sure? <laughs> write, write, up, write up a business plan, give me every detail. <laughs> okay, this is going to be complicated if you ask me for $250, but if you ask somebody who has millions of dollars, or at least hundreds of thousands of dollars, for $250, it's nothing to them. That's like asking me for a 20. I'll be suspect, but I'll give it to you. Okay, well, let me get 20 then. Shit, this is... <laughs> no, I'm going to be able to get that back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, it's the scale of how it happens. And then, you know, you give them this one. And sometimes they even pay the money back that they got from somebody else, you know. So, it's, like I said, it's a relationship pyramid scheme. They're playing one off the other. And so I'm just... I, I, I guess. Alright, we're going to end this tonight. We've been talking for a while. Well, you want to keep going? No. <laughs> okay. Unless you want to. I mean, uh, what else is on your mind? Anything else you want to get off your chest? I do have a question. Go ahead. Shit. <laughs> so they are Trump supporter. Are they black or white? You never know. They are mixed white and Hispanic. 
Oh my god. That's a bad combination. You know, I've noticed that people who are mixed with black, I mean white and Hispanic, tend to be pretty, they, they, they kind of, I, I hate to generalize, but those be some racist motherfuckers though. Depends on which side they were raised with. And how Hispanic they look. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they tend to forget about that whole Hispanic side and What was the point of I, I shit. I I wanted to leave it, but I, he called said you had a slave mentality. What happened is I said that Trump was a racist, and I proceeded to say these are the racist things he has said, and then I said he was misogynistic, and I said these are the things that he has said to prove that. And he said I'm just gonna come right out and say you have a slave mentality. I said, what? Because I was confused for a minute. He's like, you think everything is because of slavery. I said, I did not use slavery one time in that sentence, and I'm not sitting back waiting for my 40 acres and a mule. <laughs> I don't believe that I'm being held back by anybody, and I make way more money than you do. So what have I done to make you think I have a slave mentality? That morphed into Christians were being persecuted. What? <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> How are Christians being persecuted, though? Thank you. That's exactly what I said. He's like, at every turn, we're being persecuted. I said, no. You're just being told to keep your religion out of my laws. And you don't like it. Exactly. Now, if someone was started bringing their Muslim faith into the, you know, politics, oh, they have a fit. Oh yeah. Uh, separate but church and state. Separate church and state. Unless it's there. But here's the problem I have with the whole Christians are under attack and being persecuted. What do you consider a Christian? They don't consider Catholic, Protestant, Lutheran. They don't consider any of those Christians, but they all fall under the bridge of Christianity. But they took the word Christian and turned it into their own form of religion because they don't consider Catholics as Christians, and they are. Protestants, Lutherans are Christians. But they don't, you know, if you don't believe what they believe, you're not a Christian. And I hope you can see the air quotes. I, I've seen air quotes. Uh, yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> that are going around Christians. So when I challenged him on that, well, this wasn't in this conversation because he hung up on me, but when I've challenged him on that before to define what he sees as a Christian, he was like somebody who follows the word of God. I was like, what God? That could be, that's what, don't all of them follow the word of what their God's? That's, that's, he's the only true God. Jesus is God. No, Jesus is the Son. And that spiraled into a whole different conversation. So the I, I, the, I, more, the more religious somebody is, the more they don't know shit about their own damn religion. You know what's that? <laughs> I say that 
Testament has a ton of rules. Jews have 661, Orthodox Jews have 661 rules they have to follow, and like a hundred and some of those are how they have to kill and eat their food. Okay, so God the Father was a little strict. Jesus the Savior had one rule, love thy neighbor as thyself. That seems pretty easy to me. Right. But they keep mixing the two together. And they say, Jesus is God. No, Jesus is the Son. Read the book again. Like I said, the this, more religious they are, the more the more the shit they don't know. But even if you take religion out of it and just go back to being a human being, don't you think you should treat people the way you want to be treated? That, that takes religion totally out of it. I wouldn't want to walk into a restaurant and have them throw food at me and spill things on me and stuff like that. Correct? Correct. So if I worked in a restaurant, I wouldn't do those things to people because I wouldn't want them done to me. So you can take, you can take religion totally out of it and just go back to human and say, treat each other like human beings. He wouldn't even accept that. <laughs> he wouldn't even accept that and I was like wow you have really drank all of the Kool-Aid yep so, people like that just gotta leave them be and that goes back to what I was saying earlier that would be the same type of person who drives to the fucking pizza pizza place with an AR-15 shoot it up because he in a Facebook a, a story on Facebook that Hillary Hillary Clinton had a fucking child sex ring running out of it. Oh what the God. fuck is wrong with people? I, I said it before these these fake Facebook stories are gonna get somebody hurt. But that's not even the worst part about it. I have seen where they read the story and try to repeat back what the story said. They either add or subtract words from the sentence that is the title so they're not even accurately reading the title or the, you know the thing that's making them click they're not even accurately reading that right and so i'm like okay i'm sorry but that's not the scariest part the scariest part is these people can vote <laughs> No, these people did vote. They're not, they can. They did vote. Yeah, they did vote. So, but you have these people raising children, driving buses, <laughs> <laughs> driving trucks, carrying medical supplies. Carrying guns. Carrying guns, obviously. Carrying guns. And, and, and see, that's where... That's where I kind of, you're going to hate me for this, but I kind of stand on the Republican side for that. I agree with you for your right to bear arms. And the people who are squawking the loudest about it are not really the ones I'm worried about. Because they're saying, I have every right to have this. I have rifle cases and I have, you know, these are responsible gun owners. The ones that I'm worried about are the ones that aren't saying anything. Right. The ones that are walking around with, I walked into Woodman's and there was a guy that had a gun strapped to his back. I was like, what, is the cheese threatening you? Come on. You really 
got to take somebody out and whip him. Yeah. But then I had another friend that when I was telling him about it, he was like, yeah, and all the snipers now know who to hit first. I was like, wait a minute, you're just not seeing <laughs> The snipers? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, where did the snipers come so from? So there's just like snipers <laughs> posted everywhere in the world and in case some jump off? <laughs> I assume he meant the police snipers if this guy went postal in the middle of the grocery store. That the snipers would know who to hit first because they can see that he's armed. That doesn't take into account, because his wasn't concealed. His was out. That doesn't take into account all the carry concealed people. You, I had a friend that I was riding in his truck for months and didn't know he was carrying concealed. <laughs> I was like, you could have shot me at any time and I didn't know it. See, those are the people you don't have to worry about. Those people, yeah, like you said, a lot of people who just carry their gun, they don't advertise it, they don't show it off. They just got them. No. They don't even want to use it. They don't want to use it. Right. It's the guys who unstable, <laughs> like the guy who reads those damn Facebook stories all day and wants to, you know, be, be wants to be a hero. He, I don't understand how he even connected those dots. Cause how it, would Hillary Clinton be connected to a paper plate? That was a story on the. That was a yeah, story. I know it was a story, but connect the dots. Think about it logically. Hillary Clinton. She just ran for president. She's surrounded by Secret Service. She flies on a private jet. Pizza parlor. Basement. Child sex ring. Why would she step from way up there? into the basement of a pizza parlor. I would have looked, I would have been looking going, is this the onion? <laughs> What's going on here? This has to be satirical. But the fact that he did not have enough logic to put it together, that this could not be possible, scares me. It's scary because he probably has children. And he probably has friends who were hyping him up, like, who probably tell him now, yeah, you did the right thing. See, he still doesn't think he was wrong. That's, I know. The, that's the thing about he doesn't think he was wrong. And there's people out there who support him who said he wasn't wrong. But on the flip side of that, I watched an interview with the guy who put the article out there. Uh huh. I'm like, why would you do that? And he's like, well, we're trying to prove how stupid they are with human life. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to stop because it's clickbait. Yeah. People click it and they click the stories, they click the ads, and they're getting fucking paid. That's all it was. I, I'm just like, why would you do that? Especially now. In the tension that we have in this transition between... You don't even want, you don't even want to say it? Our president and the next president-elect. Hey, it's the world we live in. Um, I'm I'm praying to God that they find a bag of ballots somewhere <laughs> under a desk. He won. Is he won? <laughs> it's just 
This whole recount is, is just stop. I know, I know. But give me my hope. People in such denial. People in such denial about this country. Even the same people who tell you that racism. But people around the electoral college are saying they're jumping ship. They're like, you know, after they're seeing who he's appointing, they're like, no, this ain't gonna benefit me at all. They're not worried about the American people. I don't think that they're changing their votes because of the American people. I think they're changing their votes because of how it's going to affect them. And I don't care why they change their vote. Just change it. <laughs> And I'm not saying, and that's, I'm not jumping on Hillary's bandwagon either. I'm not saying that she would be the best choice for America either. But she does not make me want to wet my pants in the middle of the night worrying about somebody busting in my house killing me just because I'm a little dark. Yeah. She might steal my Medicare, my Social Security, my taxes. <laughs> but I'll be alive. You know what I'm saying? He threatened to do all of that and kill me. Well, his supporters. You know, so I, I, it just makes me very, very nervous. The other, oh, the other thing that this person and I got into a discussion about was the first lady of the country. Oh my God! They said, "Well, Bill would be the first lady of the." I was like, "Well, technically, he would be the first lady." But he's like, "Well, I'm sure he'd have some advisory capacity." I'm like, "Okay, he's been president. That might be a good thing." What does his wife have to offer? Her nude internet photos? Yeah. He was like, why does that matter? Because she is the first lady of our country. She can't even go to France and hold her head up. And we know what they do to France. Right. And France is looking at us going, um, you did what? <laughs> That's your first lady? Hello. So it's like, and he just he, he couldn't hear it. They don't he want to hear. hear. It. He doesn't want to hear it. They don't want to know. No, it's not a matter of him not wanting to hear it. It's a matter of him wanting to make excuses for that behavior because he wanted so much to hear what he wanted to hear, which was. We will make America great again. What and I'm like, yeah. you understand that you are on Social Security Disability Insurance. That's, you get SSI, SSBI, sorry. He is going to eliminate that. You have Medicare as your insurance. He is going to eliminate that. You will be laying in your bed with no health insurance. No one to come help care for you with no legs. Do you understand that? And he was like, he wouldn't let that happen. I was like, hello, he said it right here. He just can't hear it. Because all he hears is, we're going to make America great again. Nope, people have been voting against their own interests for years, so. Well, Not surprising. I
grain that I would give him. They wanted to always make their own rules, so I'll give him that. But outside of that, I ha I can't call it. And I was like, okay, fine, I will accept your description of me, and I will move on. Because <laughs> there's, I, I I wasn't even trying to change his mind. All I wanted to do was for him to hear my side of it and he couldn't do that and that's where we're going to be for the next four years yeah probably eight years if they re-elect him they're okay if there's anybody left to re-elect him because in four years because you heard how he's going to go back to the the, the Relax the food uh, industry rules for inspection <laughs> and stuff. That go back to what Bush had. Remember, we had all those salmon. Remember when tomatoes and spinach were gonna kill you? Yep. That was because Bush relaxed the rules on inspection and, and standards. He wants to go back to Bush's rules. I'm like, so that means we can't eat. So you're gonna lower the population by killing us off with spinach? He's gonna be okay though. I, <laughs> yeah, because all I eat is deep fried skins anyway. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, okay. We can end this thing now because I'm too far gone. I'm, like, getting angry now. I see. <laughs> well, anger is good. Alright, thank you for listening. If you're still listening out there, any questions, hit us in the email. Mixed up network at gmail.com. M I X X E D U P N E T W R K at gmail.com. As I said, follow us, follow me on Snapchat, M I X X 779. Periscope, just mix, J U S T underscore mix, M I X X. Let them know where to find you at, Michelle. That's not your name, though. That's my email. Okay. Thank you for listening, and we are fucking out.